So today I want to talk to you about how to never, ever, ever again have a prayer go unanswered by God. There's only one way to make sure that no prayer ever goes unanswered. And today we're going to explain exactly how it is you can make sure that you never again lift up a prayer to God and you don't get an answer for it. So many Christians, quite honestly, they're they're always looking for this step-by-step solution to make sure they can lift up their prayers to God and make sure they get answered, right? Like the the picture like the slot machine, the prayer slot machine. You pump in your repentance, your tithing, and you're avoiding sin, and then you're believing just enough tokens. Pull the prayer slot, and all prayers get answered, right? Look, maybe you're financially hurting. Maybe someone that you love has cancer. Maybe you've just lost somebody. Maybe one of your sp- uh, a friend, a family member, a mother, father, brother, son, good friend has recently passed away. Maybe something awful is happening to someone at this time. I don't really know. And you just lift up an unselfish prayer to God to please rescue them. And so here's what you need to do, right? This is my answer. If you don't want a prayer to go unanswered and, and stick with me through this. But my answer, if that's what your goal is, then the answer is don't pray. I mean, just don't do it. Don't lift up any prayers to God because that's not God's promise for us. And that's not his heart. I realize that that's not the answer that many of you are looking for. If you're even watching this video, you're probably going through a lot of pain um, and you're looking for the solution. Maybe you're doubting if there's even a God at this point. But the only way you can have a prayer go unanswered, honestly, is to just not pray. And I certainly, to be very clear, I would encourage everyone to please pray without ceasing, to pray about everything to God. I mean, talk to him like he's your father, because quite frankly, I can tell you this much. He does care. He wants to hear what's on your heart. He cares about your pain. He cares about your struggles. First um, Thessalonians chapter five, verses Uh, 15 through 18, he says, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks. Now now catch the end of this, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God for Christ Jesus in you. What does he mean by that? He's saying that, look, the apostle Paul says, I learned to be content in any and all circumstances. He talks about when he was hungry, he talks about like all these hardships, and he realized Man, if I'm trying to be content in God answering yes to everything, I'm well-fed, no one's dying, no one's getting sick. I mean, good luck with that. You're going to have a hard time here on planet Earth. But yes, let's just lift everything up to God. Let's give thanks to God and let's trust God when the answers don't look like what we want them to be. But I'm going to say this, watch out for the liars, watch out for the wolves who would have you believe that if you just pray enough, believe enough, repent enough that no matter what you ask for, God's going to say yes. And I can assure you, if that were the case, every single human being that's ever lived would be Christians today. There'd be no poverty. There'd be no disease. There'd be no death. There'd be no suffering. We'd all just be like, hey, God, yeah, I got a bill. Can you take care of that? Yeah, I've been drinking all day long and I got liver disease. God, can, can you take that away? God, This is not the promises of God. And if we start to believe that, we're going to miss Jesus in all of this. In 2 Corinthians um, chapter 2, verse, verse, I'm sorry, chapter 12, verses 8 and 9, we see the apostle Paul, he's got this uh, thorn in his side. 
and it won't go away. And he says, I pleaded with God. I prayed to God on three separate occasions. And what was God's answer? God's answer is no. My grace is sufficient. I don't know what this thorn was, but I know the answer isn't always yes. So apparently though, even the great apostle Paul, he didn't always get the answer that he wanted now, did he? But listen, when the liars come and they do, and they come out with their twisted biblical message that if you just perform the right way, you just go to church enough, give your tithe, believe enough, avoid sin, repent and beg for forgiveness. When you, if you just do like, they just give you the system, right? If you just can live like they do, then God will answer yes to every prayer that you lift up to him. Dangerous, dangerous people run from them. So why would I, why am I doing this message? What's the point? It's not to steal your hope. It's not to take away the, hey, okay, well, why even pray then, right? Yes, you app, and we can, that's another message. We'll touch on that a little bit today, but it, it might sound like, well, why pray if God's, if God isn't answering them no matter how well we perform? Well, how about we just trust? And we're going to talk about this in just a moment here, but how about we just trust Jesus? But the reason I'm doing this video today is because when we start believing the lie that God's answer is yes to every prayer we Christians lift up, as long as we perform perfectly, we're awesome, we're not sinning, we're believing enough, the moment we believe that and then suddenly God doesn't answer a prayer, what happens? That's the moment you start saying, wait a minute, does God love me? Wait a minute, my electricity just got cut off. I'm about to lose my car and I up my gain from 10% tithing to 20%. Do I need to get 30%? Well, maybe worse. Maybe you say, is God even real? My point is everything then becomes focused on you doubting your performance, doubting God's existence. And it takes your eyes off Jesus because you bought the lie. God I did everything right, and your answer to my prayer was no, or even worse, you ignored it. Do you see the damages that that does to Christians who love Jesus? The gospel should be the same for every Christian, no matter where you are in the world. And there are people out there in some third world countries, they live upright, godly lives, they love Jesus, right? They love Jesus, and here's the newsflash, they don't have running water let alone a car. You think God's going to answer your prayer for a prayer for a car and that's a promise? They don't have a car. They don't have electricity. They don't have heat. They don't have water. Forget a hamburger. They don't have a hamburger. They don't have the McDonald's up the street that they can go down the road because they don't even have two nickels to rub together, let alone promising God, may I get that job for 20 bucks an hour. I'm not saying those things aren't okay to pray for. They are. But I'm saying the gospel fits everyone. Sometimes his answer is yes. Sometimes it seems to be no. Sometimes it's just different than you expect it to be, right? So the Apostle Paul teaches us something very interesting. He teaches us that basically as a human, again, his ways are not a little higher than ours. His thoughts, his mind, and his answers are considerably different than ours, right? And he teaches us that as humans, we don't even know what to pray for. Stop right there. I'm not saying don't pray, don't pray, nor is God, nor is the apostle Paul. Yes, and Paul explains why you should. Paul says this, 
basically as humans, you don't know what you should be praying for. Um, but here's the cool thing. He says that when you pray, let's just say it was for, I don't know, um, I need some money for dinner today, right? And I'm praying for a steak, right? When you pray, the spirit intercedes for you. The spirit comes in and grabs that prayer and says, <laughs> okay, you kind of really messed that one all up, Michael, but tell you what I'm going to do. I know what your heart is and I know what you need. And I'm going to lift that prayer up to God. In other words, I'm going to lift that prayer up to myself and I'm going to get it right. And I'm going to do this in words that, that you wouldn't even understand, but I'm going to get it right. And then God's answer will be in his will and it will be yes. So it's Romans chapter eight, verse 26. He says this, in the same way, the spirit helps us in our weakness. So we do not know, hear me, we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the spirit himself intercedes for us through our, through worldly, I'm sorry, wordless groans. Do you hear that? The spirit is working in us and through us saying, hey, keep praying. Your father wants to hear everything you need. He wants to hear your heart. It can be your finances. Pray that your bowling team wins, guys. I'm seriously, there's nothing wrong with these prayers. Pray for your financial needs to be met. Pray for your health. Pray for others. Pray for people to hear the gospel that they may come to know Christ. But understand this. I don't want to see people running down this rabbit hole when prayers aren't answered the way they expect them to. With a yes. So what do we do? We start running down a rabbit hole and we say, I'm not focusing on Jesus. I'm obsessing over me. And I guess I got to try harder and be more. Or you know what we do? A lot of people just give up on God. Their prayers aren't answered. They see horrible things happening. When we think the gospel is, yep, you pray and your answer will be yes, we throw in the towel. I mean, you're only going to try hard, but for so long when you realize, man, I keep praying and people keep passing away. People keep getting cancer. I keep struggling financially. What's the point? I can't do it. Then you might even say, is there even really a God? So folks, again, there's a lot of um, purpose behind this. Um, it, it, please know this. I'm not encouraging you not to pray. That, that that was just a title to get your attention because we do need to understand this. We need to be praying. And perhaps right now is a time for you to be praying for something that's on your heart. Uh, I'm certain of this. God wants to hear it. And I promise you this. You may not recognize the answer, but I'm certain of this. God will indeed respond to it. And he'll do the right thing, what's good for all of us in the end. Because it's not about here on this blink of an eye earth. It's about eternity, and that's what we have to keep our hopes in and believe that God has a plan that indeed is much greater than what we would reveal ourselves. God bless you all.